Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. I look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds a every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Herbert. Players, coaches. Staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, top of the morning to you folks. Welcome Happy back. Yes, it is Friday. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. I can't believe we have a game this soon. Like, I'm so ready now. I'm yeah. so excited. It's it's a short week, folks, but let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. What's up, guys? Guys, this is weird. We're recording this episode in the morning, and it has Completely a much opposite. different vibe. Oh, yes. I, like, usually have a cocktail. Right now, I'm drinking coffee. It's, it's, a, it's a very different vibe, so we'll, we'll see how well, Coach is in this I'm episode. Gonna, I can't wait. I'm going to wake up as this, this episode progresses, I think. <laughs> yeah, Kyle is on That's the weird. earliest time zone right now kev and i have at least had a chance finally to we flipped kinda, the script yeah i'm usually yeah. like crazy late yeah. and kyle's like oh, kev's like this time to go to bed kev's like hanging oh. on by a train line. <laughs> yeah and now it's 9 30 my time and i feel like a chipper chicken yeah. <laughs> chipper chicken folks it's a chipper chicken type episode chip, chip, uh, chicken. boy it's uh it's friday and today's the day we get another brand new episode of chargers all in we all know how how amazing this, is, this episode's going to be, right? Oh, two W's is going to be good. Loaded yeah. with like those uh, all those speeches in the locker room, yeah. like oh, the yes. whole deal. Like oh, I just yes. can't wait to see how they unfold. Who do you think is going to be the the person they feature um, 
for this one because they've been featuring somebody every episode. Yeah, they haven't done Joey yet. They just did Derwin and Justin, right? That would be I think Joey pretty rad it to would finish make sense. with Joey's yeah. game and all the shit yeah. that went down. Yeah. That would that would be cool. They they did just drop one not too long ago uh, in regards to the whole uh, cancer awareness month. Talking to Brandon Staley and talking to Mike uh, Williams so, wouldn't surprise me if it's a Mike Williams, Brandon Staley, you know, yeah. taking a look at cancer awareness. But hey, uh, whatever it is, either it's way, be amazing. Folks. Just pour it all over. Just me. revisiting yeah. those divisional wins is going to make the episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, so, it's just going to be so good. Um, and speaking of uh, things that are so good, folks, uh, obviously, we just uh, we're still coming off the high of that Raider win. And uh, there, there's been some, uh, there's been some chatter back and forth. Chat, a little, a little. This, this guy is such a douchebag. Dude. Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> it's so hard to root for him. Like as if he's your quarterback, it just, he just sounds like a little whiny he baby. Sounds now. like a L seven weenie. So bad. Like Derek Carr gets beat and he's still trying to talk some act. Like, yeah. dude, you lost. Give it a, your, your fans understand you give it a couple days. Don't, exactly. don't talk. Don't think anything. Don't engage. Dumb comments. Yeah. You need, you need time to emotionally heal and then you can come out and say something intelligent. Right. But no, yeah. he comes out and just blabbers like a baby and it, he's just giving them the chargers more fuel. Yeah. Like that's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah. To, to, Talk about what uh, Kyle is is talking about here. Was we mentioned on the last episode, Joey Bosa talked about you know how Derek Carr when he gets pressure he kind of he kind of crumbles he gets a little shook and he shuts Sherman, down. Sharman yeah. ultra soft. Sharman soft. Uh, and so when reporters were asking Carr about Joey's comment, he said, "I just thought it was unfortunate that he even think to say it. Uh, maybe <laughs> he's just trying to get under my skin, which he did." Piss me off. So good, good job for that. I have a, I have a quick, told reporters. Oh no! But, uh, wait, wait, hold on. Quick request, please, please. Could we just do a little reverse? Yes. Can you please do it in like that? That the like little annoying. Baby. The li- yeah, do that. Please, please. I just thought it was unfortunate <laughs> that he'd even think to say it. Maybe he's just trying to get under my skin, which he did piss me off. So I mean, good job for that. Uh, but that's not a bad thing either. I mean, what, is, what do you mean? What is Shut up. That's not a bad thing either. Like he, he wants to be mad so he can play better, but that's I mean, ridiculous. He's fueling I, my fire. <laughs> <laughs> what a douche. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just like, dude, don't just God, you're a quarterback. Like you're a quarterback. That's not, you're no, this is not how it works when you're a quarterback. Don't come out and try to this isn't start how it works with the Carl. defensive end. Right. Like it, you don't want Joey pissed off at you. Bottom line. I've seen that guy pissed off like two or three times on the field, and right. he looks like he's going to kill someone. Right. Like, oh, rip yeah. their head off and spit down their neck. That's him now. He's, yeah. he's public enemy number one. Yeah, the, the, he, <laughs> he gets the bro. wild eyes. He gets that like, yeah. that like I'm coming for you kind of look in his yeah. eye. And you, I, not, 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 not from him. No, no, thank you. Um, but he went on to say, "I love Joey. He knows that. We've gone back and forth talking crap. He's entitled to his opinion, almost like he watched the game in reverse. We'll see them again." Oh my god, he's so dumb. He is what? a little bitch. I mean, what, what throughout that whole game did he have to talk crap about? What? Not a thing. The fact what, that we, he threw the s- ball deep and we pi'd like that's. That was their biggest play of the game. Do you want what to start at the end of the game where he threw an interception? Exactly. What are you talking yeah, what, about, bro? Yeah, playing the, the game in reverse. Yeah. yeah, play it in reverse, play it forwards. You still suck. 
<laughs> you had, you had down, one left, right. You blew yeah. it. You had one quarter <laughs> that you completed a couple of deep balls and that's it. Yeah. Bottom line. That was all you did. Yeah. So I, I don't understand what he's talking about. He's no. He's gone delusional. Yeah. And, and comparing that to like to our quarterback who has just been nothing but humble, would not right. engage in nut bars like this. Uh, and I mean, even with like the Patrick Mahomes thing, like even that was still handled with poise and dignity and like yeah. and grace. Cars well, just like he pissed me off. <laughs> I'm a raider. Yeah, <laughs> play the game in reverse. You'll see. You'll see my picks in the beginning. You'll all see. <laughs> it's oh uh, it, it's it's ridiculous. So and then I have mean, you seen the like slow mo like screenshot somebody took of when Christian Covington's about to sack him and he's like this, but he's like. He's like three yards away still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I mean, it's, and that was uh, in the fourth quarter. So watch it in yeah, reverse. And that's that, what that's, you'll see right off the bat. You'll right off the bat, Carr. Um, uh, all right. Enough about uh, <laughs> silly quarterbacks that don't know when to shut up. Um, <laughs> hey, we won. We won something here, folks. It wasn't the uh, FedEx, you know, air. It wasn't the Pepsi rookie of the week or anything like that. But over in the UK, NFL UK. Player of the week, beep, 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 beep. Justin, Justin Herbert. Yes, bro. Let's I mean, go. it is kind of unfortunate that like they opened the voting so quickly, not just because of Justin Herbert, but also for Austin Eckler. Eckler just had such a sweet went game. Off. Yeah, went, went off and absolutely would have gotten nominated for the ground FedEx ground player of the week. But you just I guess you just roll with the punches. They know how good they are. But uh, and I love I love that this you know, happened in the UK because we're an international team as we are. you yeah, can we are. tell by this podcast. Like we have a lot of fans. So they're over there. They're doing work as well. So good work, uh, European brethren. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's at the charged up. Charged bolts. up bolts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Charged up bolts podcast. I'm sure you guys are doing, I'm sure you guys are they were <laughs> putting in the work. bushes. Yeah. You guys yeah. are doing work over there as Hell well. Yeah, boys. Yeah. So keep up the good work over there, my man. Um, and then keeping up work, folks, it's autumn. <laughs> the leaves are falling. There's a lot of work to do. Obviously it's that time of year that you got to do a little bit of extra workout in the yard. Uh, the pumpkins are in the patch and our friends at manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants, pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys get ready. For a cuffing season like no other, ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Okay, folks, it is that time. Those of you who listened to our previous episode and who listened to the commercial know that we are looking for a couple of people to come with me, yours truly, to the Charger game against the Cleveland Browns. And uh, from my discussion with uh, the Duggan brothers, it was tough. <laughs> so, was so, so hard. many people. Kyle we, and I were we, up we definitely, super late. Yeah, we were up till like 12 o'clock my time, <laughs> 2 o'clock Kevin's time. Yeah. Like debating on what, like there were so many good entries. And I, I do think that we, um, 
We're we're too sensitive to do these kinds of I, giveaways anymore. I felt like I felt like we were like the Chargers analytics team. Like it we really much, got yeah. in there. We're looking at the fine details, checking out, making sure everything was crossed and yeah. dotted. scrubbing through profiles, checking, <laughs> yeah, not that checking creepy. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. No, but man, it was and the the amount of people that reached out it was fantastic and so and, cool. You know, it's hard to just pick two because that means a lot yeah. of people don't get it, but. We have something planned for another game in the future. So yes. there will be another chance. And everyone that reached out, I can't tell you how much it means to us that so you cool. listen yeah. to us and you want to go spend time with our boy. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Again, like this is this show is something that we do because we want to do it. We don't, you know, we're not yeah, we're not just, rolling just so, in money. Just we're so not. everyone knows. I, I'm in the red still. I have yeah. not made a dime off yeah. of Charger Chat. So. We really haven't. So <laughs> This is because we just love talking about the Chargers and right. we're fans and it's cool to have a fan base together. Yeah, and we, we want people to go to games. Like that yeah, is the, exactly. it's our mission statement. Let's get more fans and get them to games. Like that's, yeah, that's exactly. what I love about this. If we could bring all of you we absolutely 100%. would. If I could buy a whole section and oh, fill it up with free it. tickets for Charger yeah. Chat listeners, I would. Yeah. That was the that goal would be, of the Charger Chat podcast. That would be now. the dream. Absolutely. To have a Charger Chat section. Oh, my God. Let's go play some lotto, man. Woo. Let's go do it. Um, sorry, we're, on, we're in symbol. It's coming. That's right. We're, it's, we're, it's right. we're slowly right. raking it in with you're symbol. Right. When you're right, yeah. you're right, and you're right. Uh, all right. So we, we had tough choices to make, but uh, these, two, these two people, we couldn't help but choose one of them because he was so loud. Didn't really give us an option. <laughs> no, he was not going to take no for he an answer. He would not yeah. go quietly into that good night, folks. And that's He had right. other people messaging us for him as well. <laughs> On his behalf. He, yeah. was, he was campaigning hard, and so oh. it was hard to ignore. You know who I'm talking about. Matt, a.k.a. Get Some Sports. Congratulations, sir. You and I are going to be sitting shoulder to shoulder at this game, but as we mentioned, we have two tickets and uh, we we wanted to get another person over here, and this person's actually going to have to do some traveling. This person's actually going to have to like <laughs> yep. get on a plane. That was part find of the story. Yeah, yeah we, part of we the made story. That. His story is he's he's got close friends that are Chief fans, um, and it, it related to Kevin. Kevin's like, dude, I feel your pain. Yeah, let's let's it. get you to a bowl game. Yeah, that when part of the stipulation for making these decisions was like, who who's going to help me feel like I'm with Kevin and Kyle at this yeah. game? And this guy just spoke to. Kevin, so and, and the little thing he said in his story was that he was the best man at his chief's buddy's wedding. Yes, and during his speech, he handed him a little piece of paper, and on that piece of paper, it said, "Chiefs suck, go bolts." Yes, and only he could see it, so he had a just a. I can't imagine. I just I'm picturing the shit look on his face. Had to bite that lip. <laughs> so good work to you. Yes, and who was that? That would be Albert. AKA Ginger Kid 112. Congratulations, both of you. Yes. And, and Albert's flying in from Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. And Matt's coming down from Stockton. Yes. So, Got some travel, travel yeah. plans ahead for the we're, boys. We're all, hey, I'm coming from Idaho. You're so, from this Idaho, is, yeah. it's like it's a convergence. We're all coming in and we're all going to meet in that one spot. And we are going to enjoy the hell out of this game <laughs> against the Cleveland Browns. So again, all, everybody that messaged us, you all, it, it really means a lot to us. I can't yeah. stress that enough how, again, we do this for fun. Like a lot of the times, like we interact with you guys on Twitter, but we don't really get a chance to meet and know you. But I promise you, I'm reading all of those comments as I'm sure my brothers are as well. Yeah. And it's, uh, it really, it, it means a lot. So thank you guys for, 
for wanting to go. And again, we are going to have more giveaways as the as the year goes on. It's going to um, be a, we have a very fun one in yes. store. And we already have how you can win yeah. certain something, something. All you have so. to do is like, subscribe, comment to everything, <laughs> right. and then share everything. Yeah, yeah buy a bunch yeah, exactly. of And you win. But and you no, win. That, you don't have to do that. We, no. We're not that. We're not those guys. We, we, will, we are not those guys, nor will we ever be those guys. So, <laughs> nope. Uh, again, thank you. Thank you to everybody who participated. Uh, moving on with the show, though. Uh, looking at the injury report as it stands right now, uh, we're still looking at Wednesday's injury report, but for the chargers, everybody's getting a little practice in. There's no DNPs. Yep. Anybody that's not practicing is on IR. So right. that those are the only guys that are not practicing, but knock on wood. Doesn't this feel weird? It feels it. Well, doesn't this yeah, feel weird? It feels really weird because when you look at the Cleveland Browns, there's a slew of dude, yeah. DNPs. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot like of DNPs. There's like 15 or 15 or like 17 something crazy. There's a lot of people on this list. There's yeah, in in years past this would be flipped. We would be the one with the scroll of of players that are yeah. not practicing and the other team had like a handful. Not this year folks. This year we've only got 1 2 and, 3 4 5 6 people on the list and everybody's practicing. Yeah, three of them are limited, but the only guy on our list that's like, come on, dude, is Chris Harris. You know, like, he has to play, or or else they would have put him on IR. He had to be so close to being being able to play that he he has to be back this week. Coach Coach talked about him last, uh, during his most recent press conference, and he said that, you know, he practiced in pads last week. They just, they're really wanting these guys to get healthy and stay healthy. So, it feels like he's probably going to play this week. He got in limited, but you know, Justin Jackson, Derwin, and Chris Harris are limited. So everyone else is full. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And yeah, and it's crazy because the Browns have an extra day rest too because they played Sunday, we played Monday. Their their list is huge, man. Yeah. And it's what? crazy because a lot of these are like, they're just not practicing. Coach is just like, not injury related. They're just resting. Two of the guys. like Run them off. Run them off. <laughs> run them off, yeah. old dog. Uh, let's see. So we've got Odell Beckham Jr. He's practicing in full. Uh, uh, Jadavin Clowney, uh, he's... He didn't practice, which is, I mean, that's a big name. Miles yep. Garrett didn't practice. Troy Hill, Malik Jackson. Like, there's a lot of guys on this list that, they're the starters that um, yeah. didn't practice. Chris yeah. Hubbard didn't, he's limited. So there's... Right. Greg Nixon, David Njoku. Yeah, something to think about too, guys, is we, we see these, it's not like they're um, video game characters that... If they play, right. that means boom, they're hundred percent. Right. If they're on this list, that's even if they play, that's not good. If they're right. hurt to the point where they're not practicing, there's something lingering going on towards the game. Right. Sure. So no, I understand that most of these guys will probably play and they're just being careful on a Wednesday practice. That makes sense. But at the end of the day, Jadavion Clowney has an elbow issue that's enough that he didn't practice. Because they're clearly, if there's no injury, they're clearly putting not injury related rest. So right. all these guys that have something next to their name, they are hurt, um, which is not a good sign, no matter what, even if they end up playing. So not that was good like, for them. No, 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 for no. Us. Oh, yeah, good for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like Josh Jacobs last week. Like everyone's like, oh, he's going to play. He's going to play. I'm like, right. Well, he must he be plays, 100%. He's still banged up. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's not 100%. Uh, he's yeah, still yeah. going to be hurt. That's so. a great point. You're not going to just level up and be 100%. Yeah, it's as not like video game where you, you toss him in and okay, he's ready to go. Right. You know, he, that, that injury's still there. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's a lot of big names on here, a lot of key key players for the Browns, and uh, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, looking at the uh, history for the Browns as far as this season, who they've played against, 
uh, that first game they played against Kansas City Chiefs and they lost just barely. Yeah, um, that was that was a close game for them. Baker Mayfield was thrown for 321 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, though. And one pick. And one pick. Uh, I think what you're going to, as we go through these, what you're going to find is Baker has not had a good season. He has yardage, but he doesn't have anything else. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, he's thrown for two touchdowns. The one thing, though, that I will say is, um, I think it just, we know that he got dinged up in week two against the Texans, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of just came out that he has a partially torn labrum. It's his non-throwing arm, um, but that's definitely affecting him because, Although he hasn't scored a lot of touchdowns, he was super efficient the first two weeks, mm. completing like 80% of his passes or something like that. Mm. Um, and since then, he's just really not played well at all. So um, we definitely are playing a banged up um, Baker Mayfield this week. Right. Yeah. Looking at the Texans one, he threw, he completed 19 out of 21. He only missed right. two passes. That's actually, that's pretty impressive. It's super efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, again, he's he's banged up. There's a lot of other Browns that are banged up as well. Uh, I, I I think it's going to be an exciting game. Um, and in fact, I think I just looked at it uh, recently how the strength of schedule remaining, uh, the Chargers are at 19th. Like the strength high. of schedule. Yeah, we, we started really the, high. The tough stuff, yeah. yeah, we got through the tough stuff early. And honestly, if we can get through the Cleveland Browns and the Ravens here, <laughs> this yeah, is going to be... Yeah. yeah, this is going to be an exciting run near the end of the season. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And I think yeah. something to look at too with the, with these numbers is like they they were scoring a lot of points, but it wasn't through the air. So what right. what does that mean? That means they are dominant at running the football. Correct. Yeah. So I think at, you know hearing about this torn labrum, you hear about coach how he plans for teams. Like he even said in his last uh, press conference, and it's everything we've always thought, but he you know, said it was that it, we can't play these Browns. Like we played these Raiders, right? It's a different thing every right. week. Right. So, so this week clearly make Baker Mayfield and yeah. his messed up shoulder beat us. Make him beat us. Right. That's exactly. what you do. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting going back and look at some of these stats and the box scores for these games. Cause you know, that, that last game against the Minnesota Vikings, the Vikings aren't looking that great. And they, they, that was a low scoring game, man. 14, seven. So, right. If our defense can do what they do and then we can get rolling Ooh. on offense, this is it's going to be a fun Sunday. I'm, I'm getting the butterflies in my stomach. I'm picturing get some sports and uh, and Albert on the other side and we're just watching this Holding game hands. and we're just... <laughs> we're the three best friends yeah. that anyone can have except for Kevin and Kyle. They're the very, very best friends. <laughs> that was a good one. Don't steal Adam from us, by the way. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, watch after this after this that's game the they other start their own podcast. New podcast. Yeah. That's, that's the other stipulation. You can't take me home with you guys. I'm no, sorry. No, you can't keep him. He's ours. You can't. The other thing <laughs> The other thing we I'll call say dibs about first. Their schedule is that the only team that they played that's really good and I hope my brother-in-law Tyler's not listening to this cuz he's a Bears fan. The only like good team that they've played is the Chiefs. Right? <laughs> like the only okay. good offense that they've played is the Chiefs and they gave up 33 points. Everyone's talking about the Browns defense this, the Browns defense that. Like they have played well the last 3 weeks against the Texans, Bears and Vikings, but sure. those teams are all Texas, one and three. Bears and Vikings. Exactly. So it's like um it, they're just their their defense is doing good against bad teams. But I I they are good. Like they have a good defensive front. Um, I just think that it's not going to be a, oh man, we got to, the Vikings scored seven points. Oh shoot. Like, what are we going to do? I I think it's going to be a a good game. And I do think we're going to score some points. But again, like you said, Kevin, I think it's a, 
take away what they're good at, make them beat us with what they're bad at. And that's what we've done every week. So I anticipate a little more pressure in the box, uh, forcing Baker to beat us. Yeah. And, and I mean, and if, and if you're talking about defenses, their defense being good, I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with the Browns as far as who's been playing every single game, but if their defense was playing good, but they've got all these guys like Clowney, uh, Fields, uh, Garrett, Garrett. Uh, Hill, Jackson, McKinley, Newsom, Ward. Smith, uh, Denzel Ward, like all those guys yeah, are on their defense up. and they are banged up. So right. I, 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 I think it's going to be a good game. I love the excitement in your voice. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm trying to like, I'm trying to keep it calm shit. and composed, but man, I, this, well, I'm, I'm really so excited about this. the injuries. <laughs> 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 oh man, I can't, I can't help it. I can't help it. This is going to, yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, it's going to be a good one. And uh, folks, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. We have a members section on our page. And again, a lot of you folks have joined uh, the group chats and uh, you guys are chit chatting with each other. We love seeing chit chat on chargerchat.com. Uh, so please feel free to head over there and sign up. And don't forget, winter is just around the corner. We've added some new sweatshirts to our store. So if you want to stay warm and wear some uh, sweet swag, go to chargerchat.com. You guys always wear it without me. I don't understand. Whenever I have it on, I wear it every episode, Kyle. (laughs) Well, I guess it's just Adam then. I guess it's just me. I'm the, I'm the odd man out occasionally, but uh, all right, folks. Well, now it's time for our next segment. It's Bolt Insight. And I'm anxious to see who we got this week. Let's find out. As soon as the clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. The goal is to just keep it rolling. I'm in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have Fernando from Los Reyes. What is going on, my friend? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining us. I'm super pumped to learn a little bit more about you and what your organization's doing. But before we get there, first things first, how did you become a Charger fan? So how I became a Charger fan is my cousin, Paul. Um, He was a Charger fan in our family. And he was born in San Diego and he was in the Air Force and he served. He was stationed out in San Diego. So when I used to go to my Tia Lupe's house, I used to go to his room and he used to have this beautiful blue helmet with the white thunderbolt. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that is the coolest freaking thing ever. Then he introduced me to the game of football and I was in love like that. And um, another reason was um, I did my research now that I'm older and it happens to be the Chargers are one of the original born LA teams, like the Lakers are from Minneapolis, uh, Clippers, Buffalo, Dodgers, Brooklyn, Rams, Cleveland, but the Chargers were actually born in LA, which is really rare. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the AFL days, the sixties, man. It was. We I just watched the documentary on them and like seeing the old the old stadium and like all that stuff. That's pretty pretty awesome. We got a cool history. We are from LA. People give us a hard time that we're you know we're not accepted in LA, but we're from there, guys. Chill out. Oh, I accept all you guys. <laughs> I love it. So, all right, cool, man. Well, let's let's learn a little bit more about Los Reyes. So you guys started as a uh, a tailgate um, group. Tell us how that got rolling. Oh, yeah. So um, I, me and my family were diehard Charger fans. And uh, we used to watch games together all the time. And then when the Chargers moved over here, we started finding out about these tailgates group. We never knew about gate groups like Bold School, Borrachos, We Charge LA, Bold Pride. And we're like, dude, we already hang out and we watch football games. Why don't we just stamp on him on it? We already go to a bunch of games. So my brother, our, our owner of the group, he thought it was the name Los Rayos, which is the Bolts in Spanish. And that's how it came along, dude. 
That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, the the tailgating scene, we have a really cool, unique one, dude. It's really fun. So tell us a little bit about because you were at that Monday night game. I, you know, doing a tailgate on Monday is just a little different vibe than Sunday. Like what was, what was the tailgate like this week? Well, getting in line, first of all, cause I don't know if you heard, we had problems with the parking situation with SoFi, but this time bit. it was a little, yeah, but this time it was a little bit easier. Our, our boy, Johnny from Johnny Bull Pride from a uh, Bull Pride will ride. He helped us out. He got us these flags and then we started like getting in there and then, uh, yeah, dude, it was a uh, it was much easier to get up because usually for one o'clock games you have to be up at six a.m. to get there like at six thirty. Sure. But this one was a little bit easier for us. But uh, yeah, those Raider fans they they came in early and they came in deep. Did they? Yeah. Really so, deep. so yeah, t- tell you know the the one thing everyone's talking about right now is how we were completely absolutely overwhelmed. Like, what what was your genuine like when you saw the the stadium and like the the ratio? What did you see? Because it still sounded like we were we were pretty loud ourselves. Are we just really good fans that get really loud? And there's few of us. Like, what did you, what what did you see? I'm just gonna say, don't believe everything you hear in the media because they'll try to paint us a certain way. I I seen it. I was probably I ain't gonna lie. It was seventy thirty probably, but. We love that thing, dude. We love just walking out there, throwing up the L sign for all these Raider fans, dude. We just love it. We love the talking because we walk out of there winners most of the time. I'm 30 years old, and all I've known my whole life have the Raiders been losing to us. That's all I've known. So I don't know about <laughs> these rings they speak of. Yeah. That's just me right there, though. The old rings. Yeah, so let's talk about the, the game, rings, man. Yeah. Like that, like back-to-back weeks we beat the chiefs we come home and we just smack the raiders around what was it like being at that game with like the just beating up on the raiders like that's that's amazing well the first half was amazing dude what was it uh 21 a couple beers like yes yes yeah 21 0 and then uh and then the third quarter happened and we know the old charger the charger thing we're gonna let them come back we're gonna gonna come back but then austin eckler scored Derwin James pick, and I was just like, we did it. We did it. Let's go! <laughs> yelling like crazy, dude. Got my beer. I just put it down, started chugging <laughs> that thing, dude. It was epic, man. It was probably one of the best games I've ever been to, and I've been to quite a few games. It's fun, man, because the Chargers aren't, you know, we, we're not used to that kind of dominance. It's usually like a back and forth. But going into halftime, the 21 nothing lead, like, and they... They never took the lead. They they couldn't do anything that first half. Like it was so dominant. Like, what did you think of like a, a Staley's new defense? Like the way we're playing is just so much fun to watch. They believe in him, dude. They're playing first Staley, dude. Staley talks and they listen. I never seen like that in past regimes with McCoy, Lynn, Turner. It may be a little bit for Turner, but they just love the coach. And we the fans, we really love the coach. The way he says Vato. <laughs> oh my god yeah. uh, justin herbert's gangster i'm like dude he's speaking our language over here yeah uh man i, I love that guy and and it's kind of crazy because he's becoming kind of fan level popular you know what i mean like his, yes. his pe- people really like us as fans are getting behind our coach so imagine what the players are like when they're with them all the time it's got to be crazy Oh, dude, those those uh, after game speeches, dude. Oh my god, I just get I can't I get anxious wanting that, dude. They, they dropped this one a little uh, the day after, which I was like, where is that? I know where, uh, I was looking for it last night. I couldn't find it, dude. It was so good. It, every one of them. That's what I look forward to now, dude. 
those speeches are amazing, dude. Just a guy, dude. Just a humble man. The way he called Sean Merriman as soon as he got hired, who does that? Yeah. I'm going to call Lights Out. Tell him, hey, bro, I just got hired here. Like, yeah. that's some cool stuff right there, man. Yeah, he's bringing, he's bringing all the old players, all the new players, all the fans. He's bringing everybody together. So it's so exciting. And um, let's let's talk a little bit about because you guys do some cool stuff over at Los Reyes where you do... Um, you do like giveaways and stuff. So tell us a little bit about kind of what, like what you guys, what you guys are doing to help other fans. So we, we also noticed the, the other fans like taking over our stadium and we started like wanting to do something about it. So we started looking up ticket prices and the tickets that I'm paying for, my tickets are 80 bucks a, a game for season tickets. And I looked and the people are selling our tickets in our section for like 500, $600. So I got with my brother, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And we just came up with a plan. I'm like, How, what if we buy all these tickets? And we start raffling off to other fans who can't, for a family of four or a family of two, can't afford a gold game because it's a thousand bucks for two people. Sure. So we're like, let's just raffle them off for less money. And we got, we're getting, right now we're getting the opportunity to get fans into stadiums. It might not be a lot, but I feel like we're making uh, our presence felt in that game. Sure. Well, and all it takes is one person to have a great experience. And then all of a sudden, lifelong Charger fan. We talk to people all the time. They go, they went to their first game felt the energy. And next thing you know, they're a Charger fan for life. So uh, what you guys are doing is fantastic. And how, you know, people listening to this that maybe may not follow you guys, how do they, how, how, how can people follow you on social media? Yeah, man, uh, we're on all platforms, but mostly we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We do all the rappers through Instagram though. That's at Los Angeles Rayos. That's Los Angeles, R-A-Y-O-S right there. No Sweet. spaces, no underscores. Well, definitely go go check them out, and I, I look forward to the next tailgate. We're going to be there for the Vic. I'm going to be there for the Vikings game, so hopefully we can meet up and uh, you know. Throw oh, dude, you're taking a beer bong with beer me, bong. Brother. Let's you're go. I haven't done one of those in a hot minute, but I, I can throw them back in college. I can. I can. I'll, I'll see if I can pull out the old tricks. Oh, you got a beard, bro. You still got it. <laughs> I still got it. Still got still it. Got it. You still no, got it. I'm so I'm so down, man. Yeah, let's definitely meet up and uh, um, enjoy enjoy the the Cleveland game. Uh, hopefully, we come back with another W and keep riding this, this wave that just hopefully just never stops when just ride us all the way into the playoffs. Most definitely brother. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. Love peace and bolt up. Bolt up. Damn Fernando. That is uh that is quite the group, man. Los. I, I'm, I know I won't pronounce it right. It, Rayos. It, as, Rayos the, a, as the white guy, I want to be like Los Rayos, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just, I know that's not right. So uh, Los Rayos. Uh, that is awesome, dude. That awesome. what a what a cool uh mentality to have as far as like trying to get Charger fans to go to these games. Like, create some <laughs> you, opportunities. You're doing that thing where you're like, "There's a problem here. We don't have enough Let's Charger fans. It. Let's fix it. What can we do to fix it?" So, uh, that's that's great that you you are in the ability to make those kind of moves and and do those kind of things. And what a great thing to do for the Charger community. And yeah. beer bongs. And I'm going to be bongs. doing a beer bong with him. Absolutely. Uh, at some point soon. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, <laughs> good luck. It, it was it was super awesome meeting him. I love meeting all the different like little yeah. organizations groups. within our big. It's like, hard to keep track of. We have so many I fan know. groups now. Right. It's there there awesome. are a lot of groups that we need like. A, we need like a list. I, at a, least a Rolodex. <laughs> yeah. Something. something. <laughs> Hey Jen, we need we need help. Jen, help yeah. coordinate figuring out where everybody is. All and the who's little there. mini charger groups, uh, they're they're all awesome, and uh, yeah. we can't can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you coming on talking with Kevin. Um, and now it's time to go on to our next segment. 
Coach's Classroom. Let's see what we've got today. That's right, folks. It's time for another Coach's Classroom. Coach is going to learn us a thing or two, and we reach into the bag of questions, and we pull one out from one of our old favorites, shamelessly positive Ryan, who asks the question. Gotta give the defensive line credit this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those big dogs showed out and helped the Raiders help, help the Raiders under 50 total rushing yards. Baby, how confident <laughs> are you fellas heading into week five versus the Browns? Baby, it's a bigger test, but Staley will make the right adjustments. K love you by FTR. Baby. <laughs> So yes. Good. Yes. Thanks for reminding Thanks, us uh, one more time that we held the Raiders under 50 total rushing yards. Sweet, sassy, Molassi. You love to see it. Uh, yeah. And we're going up against the Browns. As we talked about, the Browns have been pretty successful in that run game. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think, Kyle? What do we what do we have to look forward to? Yeah, I think it's a fun matchup because it's such a contrast from what we saw last week. Right. The, the Raiders were coming into the game, throwing 400 yards a game. Um, we knew that that was going to be an emphasis was, hey, make them beat us, some, doing something that they haven't done yet this year. Um, and now we get a team that's the number one rushing offense in the entire NFL. Wow. Um, even above the Ravens, who are, that's what, they, that's all they do. Um, this right. is a, Until all three of their running backs got injured right. and yeah. <laughs> sent to yeah. the hospital. Um, but they're averaging over 170 yards rushing per game. That is a lot. Um, pretty crazy so you like you know that's that's the point of emphasis there's no way around it um you have to stop this running attack um and the d-line obviously is a big part of that um but yeah so just as i watch some of this film some of the takeaways i'll get into some of these plays but they are they have a young coach as well um stefanski he's a young guy also very analytic driven and they go for it on fourth down quite a bit Hmm. um just in this game in the first half alone they went for it on fourth down twice wow um wasn't as efficient as ours. They actually got stopped Man. on both fourth downs. Not everybody Sweet. can be um, as good as the Chargers. That's yeah, right. <laughs> but but it didn't. They didn't shy away. They got stopped on fourth and two. Um, the Bears went and kicked the field goal, and five ten minutes later, they went for it on fourth and one again. So they are an aggressive style of team, even though they are a running team. Um, they definitely are still aggressive when it comes to those um, situations. Um, again, like I had said earlier, um, or on the the previous on the show that we did. It, so weird that this is a separate episode now, but um, Baker Mayfield, we have to make him beat us. Um, mm-hmm. He is hurt. He's not played well the last two games. That's the guy that we have to make beat us. So first down is a huge, huge play for us. We have to be efficient. Our defensive line has to be strong. We have to get guys in the box on first down. Um, put them in situations where they have to throw and we know they're going to throw. Those are, We're going to look at three plays today. Um, all are these kinds of situations. So this play is second and eight. Um, you want to get them in second and long, third and medium, make them have to throw the ball um, because Baker's just proven that there's there's definitely something wrong. Um, I'll, I'm going to run this play for you right now. They're an empty. So there's no running back in the backfield anywhere. Um, you can see that they have everyone out wide. They got one, two, three over here and then two more over here. You know, it's a pass. The only thing they could do out of this is a QB draw, QB run. Um, so, you know, it's pass. When that happens, obviously, every single one of these guys gets gets excited. They pin their ears back and they're coming. So that's what the situations that we want to put the Browns in. Cause this is the kind of Baker Mayfield that he's been lately. As you watch this play develop, he gets that ball just overthrown out of bounds, not even close. Um, that's, that's the kind of Browns that we want to see that 
force them into doing what we want them to do, which is throwing the ball. How you do that is winning first downs and not not having penalties because then you can get Baker to do these kinds of things and just throw the ball away. Um, so that's that's going to be big is winning first down. All right, perfect. So again, third and five, not an obvious pa- running situation. You have to get five yards. Um, they go into another wide set. Um, they do have a running back in this, so the run is an option. So these guys do have to be aware what, they run 170 yards a game. They could run it on third down for sure, especially with an aggressive coach that goes for it on fourth. So it doesn't obviously mean pass, but you get them in third and five, you have a better idea of what they're going to do. Um, this play I wanted to look at because what we also need to do with Baker is keep him in the pocket. If anyone's watched Baker Mayfield, one of the best things that he has is his legs, being able to extend a play and make passes outside of the pocket. Um, even in this first drive, he had a third down earlier that I was going to bring up, but he did a good job getting out of the pocket, stepping up and running for a first down. Um, so you have to keep him in the pocket and you'll see the bears do a really good job of that. And when you can force Baker to stay in the pocket and deliver throws, this is the kind of stuff that you get again, overthrown, just not an accurate passer all the time. Something's definitely up with Baker right now. So if we can put them in obvious passing situations, if we can make him stay in the pocket, Good things are going to happen for our defense. And a big part of both of those things is our defensive line playing like they did last week. Again, here, um, notice down a distance, we have second and eight. So this is an obvious passing situation. The defense gets to get ready. These D linemen are all ready to come come after the quarterback. Um, this is another example of putting these guys in obvious passing situations, making him stay in the pocket. And these are the kind of passes that you force. He's got pressure in his face, just kind of throws it away. They luckily get a couple penalties, but that's what we want to do. Also, we think that Derek Carr was was pocket shy. This guy has a partially torn labrum. He doesn't want to get hit by Joey Bosa. He's going to be trying to get the ball out quick. So if we can get them in obvious passing situations, let our D-line pin those ears backs and go, I think it's going to be great. It's it's, it's First down is just such a big play for us this week. So keep an eye on that D-line, what coach does with putting people in the box on first down to put them in situations where we could take chances and make big plays. Because if we don't, they will run the ball 400 times this game. They don't want right. Baker to throw the ball right now. Right. Yeah, look, looking at the the stats, I mean, he's only thrown two interceptions this year, but given how successful our defense has been in getting those interceptions and turnovers and stuff like that, I think that's going to be a huge part. Watching these plays, I mean, the secondary doesn't seem to be sticking to their guys as hard as I know that our players can. So I think there's going to be a lot of ball-hungry uh, secondary guys that are anxious to uh, snag those out of the sky from uh, Mr. Torn Labrum over here. So Absolutely. Mr. Labrum. God, I'm just, <laughs> my heart, it can only take so much. <laughs> Coach, thank you for another awesome classroom. Yeah. Um, that, this is great. This is exciting. Well, there you go, folks. Another Coach's Classroom in the books. And that means it's time for our next segment. It's one we haven't seen for a week. It's time for Bolt History with Mike Modlin. Let's see what he's got today. What's up, Bolt Gang? Your boy, Mike Modlin, a.k.a. Supercharger on Twitter, is back with another installment of Bolt History. And after two fairly sad Bolt Histories in a row with the Ricky Bell story, if you remember that one, and then we covered the Hockey League game in Denver, I wanted to bring you a very positive Chargers Bolt History. Um, So today we're going to be talking about the 1994 AFC Championship game between the Chargers and the Steelers. Now, the Steelers had ended regular season with a loss in San Diego against the Chargers. They had lost 37 to 34. But 
the Steelers had rested a bunch of their starters in this game because they were already the number one seed in the playoffs and they knew they were going to the playoffs, so they didn't want to hurt anybody. So they rested a bunch of their starters, and this was what was their rationale as to why the Chargers were going to get beat up in Pittsburgh, along with the fact that the Chargers' history to this point uh, against the Steelers, they were 6-14 and 14 overall, 6 wins, 14 losses. But in Pittsburgh, they were only 1-9. and nine. They had only won one game in their history in Pittsburgh. Um, so the Steelers were supremely confident going into the game, so much so that there were rumors that uh, one of their tight ends had organized a, uh, a rap video, a Super Bowl-winning rap video, so prior to the Chargers coming into this game, they had beat the Miami Dolphins barely uh, in the divisional round of the playoffs. The main reason that the Chargers won against the Dolphins is because the, the Dolphins missed a field goal at the end of the game. So the, the Chargers barely eked out a win in the divisional round. Uh, here they come into the AFC Championship game going up against the number one seed, and they were an 11-point favorite going into the game. The Steelers were. But they were kind of confident that things would be different because with all the things on the line, uh, they weren't resting their starters, obviously. They were playing their starters this time. They were confident that the Chargers had just barely beat Miami. And as I was saying, Myron Cope, their radio announcer, had this quote, were it Marino dramatically coming back to his hometown and bent upon getting into a Super Bowl, we'd be a little bit more concerned or worried than we would be looking at the San Diego Beach Boys. That was his quote uh, going into the game, their their radio announcer, Myron Cope. and. Uh, as I said, they had an, a Super Bowl rap video planned. Uh, the Wednesday before the game, one of their defensive ends, a guy named Ray, she Ray Seals, uh, predicted that the Chargers would not score a single point on offense. Then came the game. At first, Pittsburgh's play matched their confidence level going into the game. They, uh, they had been the number one rushing attack in the league that year, and they, their defense had also set a franchise record for 55 sacks. They were known as the Blitzburg defense. At first, their their confidence and swagger definitely matched the play in the game, and instead of running like we expected them to do, they came out in the game passing nine times in a row, um, which kind of took the Chargers by surprise. The Bolts ended up forcing a fumble on the next Steeler possession, and the game became very much a hard-hitting defensive stalemate. Both defenses were playing lights out. Uh, the Chargers and the Steelers each managed to put up field goals before halftime. And the score at halftime was 10 to 3 in favor of the Steelers. So they go and the third quarter. And one thing I wanted to mention, too, is Junior Seau um, was all over the field that day. He had 16 tackles. Uh, he had a forced fumble. He, had, he was active in pass coverage. And he was doing it all on a bad shoulder. Uh, he had hurt his left shoulder earlier in the season, and he was playing with that thing just barely hanging on, um, but still managed to be an absolute beast in that game. In the third quarter, most of the same thing. The defenses were playing lights out on each side. Both sides had traded possessions halfway through the third quarter. The Bolts managed to put together a, a, a couple of first downs and had the ball in the Steelers 43. Uh, and then comes the miraculous play. Anybody who remembers the game will remember the Alfred Papunu touchdown. Pittsburgh attempted 51 passes that afternoon, which was way out of character for them. As I said, they were massively a, a run-based team. But they passed a lot more on that day than, than they may have in the past, and maybe that's what caused them cost them the game. The Steelers had a 13-10 lead with four minutes left in the game. The Chargers were facing a third and long, again, from the Pittsburgh 43-yard line, and again, we got a 43-yard touchdown to Tony Martin this time which is a wild coincidence to me um, that both times 
They were on the 43-yard line, and they got a 43-yard touchdown pass to one of their the tight end and a receiver. Um, that is a wild coincidence to me. So the Chargers now had a 17-13 lead, and there's hardly any time left in the game. Pittsburgh uh, gets down in goal line in the red zone on the on Pittsburgh's next possession. They drove down the field to get a first down. They were at first and goal from just inside the 10 with two minutes to go. In most other seasons, most other scenarios, the Steelers would have would have scored the winning touchdown uh, and left probably like 10 seconds left on the clock. But that's not what happened in 1994. What happened was we stopped a run. We forced an incomplete pass. And then on third down, they completed a short pass, but Junior Seau and the rest of the defense came crashing down on them almost immediately, which left them with fourth down from the three-yard line, fourth and goal, on the very last play of the game, uh, instead of running the ball, they try a pass play up the middle to Barry Foster, who was one of the best running backs in the league at the time. For some reason, they decided to send him out on a passing play, uh, and Dennis Gibson pops over his left shoulder and blocks, knocks the ball down, and the rest is history. The Chargers go on to the Super Bowl and get owned by the San Francisco 49ers. This game was one of the premier games in all of Chargers history, along with the Epic in Miami, obviously. Um, but like I said, it's available on YouTube if you want to see it. The entire game is on there for free. Um, so go check it out if you have never seen the game. It was definitely an inspirational game. But beware, like I said, it was mostly a defensive ball game. So if you don't like defensive ball games and you like a lot of scoring, this one's not for you, probably. Uh, so that leaves us with the fun facts for this week. And there is a theme to the fun facts for this week, as you will probably notice in just a second. Um just wanted to mention that the first regular season win in Chargers history was a 21-20 victory over the Dallas Texans, who, if you are up on your bolt history, you would know that the Dallas Texans are now currently the Kansas City Chiefs, which is awesome. And another fun fact about the Chargers is their only shutout in postseason history came against the Kansas City Chiefs, where they blanked the Chiefs 17-0. That's it for this installment of Bolt History. Remember to bolt up and follow Charger Chat on all the major platforms and social media. Okay, love you, bye. Mike. 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 Baby. I, <laughs> baby. Baby. <laughs> Man, I remember vividly that batted down pass in the end zone, that 94 game. Yeah, like That was... Man. What a game. They weren't expecting us to go. You know, the, as he said, the, the Steelers players were already like preparing to make music videos for going to the Super Bowl. And we just smacked that shit right out of here. <clears throat> so that was that was an incredible game. Kyle, you were like four, I think. I was four so. years old, so I don't remember it in person, but I remember the replays. <laughs> yeah, I just remember get, like that game ending and then mom, like all of us ran outside and started screaming, running up and down our street. Like nice. I vividly remember that. I was probably like, what's and going Kyle, on? This Kyle's is awesome. trying to catch up. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. And then like some of those uh, facts at the end, like the, the you know, the Chiefs, you know, us basically yeah, I love all the weird. bashing the Chiefs stats. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Any right. stat you can have of us beating up the Chiefs, bring them on. Yeah. All, all day. Just weird yeah. that like they start as the Texans, they turn into the Chiefs, and then the Texans come back as a completely different team. Like, wait a minute. It, it, it's like a cup wait and ball a type. This is, a, this is a great, super original name. It's, it's we got to bring a good it back. Name. We can't let it die. Um, <laughs> Wow. Well, hey, Mike, thank you for for once again doing the research and telling the stories. Um, I, I love learning more about the Chargers every every time yeah. you come on. Can't wait to have you back on again. We appreciate uh, you, bro. 
But I think that is going to do it for us this week on the Charger Chat. Next next on the list is the Cleveland Browns. Again, every time like I say it and I picture it, my heart is just like, can't wait. <laughs> well, you have wait. fun at the game, dude, and enjoy your new buddies. And absolutely. We'll, guys, be get loud for us. We will we will absolutely get loud. And uh folks, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. K love you bye. K love you bye. K love you bye. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hey everyone, Derek Carr here. Don't you just hate it when someone pisses you off, even though they're right? I know I do. That's why I built the Derek Carr's home of hurt feelings. A place we can all get together and talk about all the big mean guys that piss us off. Only make me so mad. So come to Derek Carr's home of hurt feelings, where we watch all our games in reverse to show them. We'll show them all. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.